If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Yep, it happened this past week. The end of an era. The Canadian company known for its once ubiquitous mobile devices. You remember it had that QWERTY keyboard on it. Well, this past week, it was the end of life. That's right, for the classic smartphone, the ones that don't run on Android. I'm talking about, of course, the BlackBerry. The BlackBerry's dead. It's gone for good. And speaking of technology, uh, what do you get when you eat a BlackBerry? Anybody? Anybody? A Bluetooth. Yes, that's right. And welcome once again to Tech Refresh. It's Kim Commando and Friends. It's your weekly fun show about all things digital. And ready to kick off the show alongside me is... Our amazing content queen, Allie Seligman. Hello there, Allie. Hello. And then, of course, our battery bad boy, Ben Bradley. Hello, Ben. <laughs> hey, Kim. And then we have our very own masterful millennial, Matthew Heffel. That's right. Hello there, Matt. <laughs> hey, hello. And just a quick reminder to rate, review, subscribe, and follow Tech Refresh wherever you get your podcasts. And we're brought to you by thecurrentnewsletter.com. Join over 50,000 folks who get it twice a week. That's right. Tech news and tips you can use right now. No ads. You can sign up. You can see a sample. Just head over to thecurrentnewsletter.com. And we're going to kick off this podcast with the news, some important tech developments to keep you in the know. And Allie, you go first. All right, we've been talking about this one for a while, and if, I don't know, you've been living under a rock and haven't heard, 3G is going away. So all the 3G networks are being shut down. Now, this is going to have some big implications. Yes, your cell phone, but your car, other internet-connected devices. First, though, a little history lesson. Okay, the first commercial 3G network was introduced way back in 2001. Oh, wow. Right? That seems so ancient, doesn't it? (laughs) It really does. 4G came eight years later, and now we're onto 5G, which is being released everywhere. Of course, this means faster download speeds, um, things will work better. In some cases, a thousand times faster connection than 4G, which is crazy, you know, downloading things really, really quickly. Um, Like I said, biggest impact is on phones. I started getting alerts uh, not too long ago saying, hey, your phone is not going to work anymore. Mm. So I'm giving up the Huawei. Um, Oh, no. Wait, are you really? (laughs) I've got to do it. Yeah, it's not going to work anymore. Um, What I'm choosing is a story for a different time. Maybe we'll get into that next week. But if you have gotten those notifications, take them seriously because your phone actually just won't work. Um, for AT&T, they're, they're turning off 3G in February. Verizon, uh, not till December, so you've got some time. T-Mobile, they run both the Sprint networks, which the 3G will be shut off on March 31st, and then their own T-Mobile networks, that's July 1st. Now, if you're wondering how to check your phone, yeah, your carrier might re- reach out to you, but you can also do it yourself. There's something called an IMEI number, Um, You're not going to remember that, and you're definitely not going to remember that that stands for International Mobile Equipment Identity. You know know what? Wait, Ellie, wait, Ellie. That's like a Jeopardy question. You know, like... Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Yes. I mean, we should remember it. International Mobile Equipment Identity. Um, I forgot it already. (laughs) Yeah, I know. 
is a 15-digit code, and it's basically the ID for your phone that says this is the bands that it works on. And so if you put that number in uh, to your carrier's website, you'll be able to see if you can use your phone anymore or not. If you've got an iPhone 5 or older, not going to work. Any Samsungs before the Droid Charge. And then lots of other devices like Kindles that use the AT&T WhisperNet, even Mm. medical devices. And then, like I said, of course, cars. So that SOS button in your car or GPS, remote unlock, all that stuff might go away uh, for lots of cars. We have a full list over on commander.com of all the impacted models. Um, It's going to take some time to work this out, honestly. And you might actually find yourself having to pay to access some of these features in your car if your dealer or if your uh, car manufacturer, rather, decides to go that route. You know, you're talking about 3G, but also 5G is all in the news, right, El? I mean... With the radio altimeters and, you know, how it's going to interfere with the transmission of all this data that's in the airplanes and the airports. And so, you know, you're just talking about 3G. And so now they're delaying the rollout of 5G for just two weeks. Did you hear that? It's like until <laughs> until January 19th. Okay, just for a second. Okay, every single carrier in the world knew about this interference on the megahertz range, on this wide spectrum. So now it's like, now we're down to the wire. It's like... Okay, so now we're going to fix it in two weeks. Hmm. Sounds I, like a college student right before an essay is due. They're like, wait, it was due? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, crap. Can I have a two-week extension? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, so check the list for those 3G phones over at commando.com. And now, Ben, you've been following the Consumer Electronics Show. There's so much. I mean, I haven't had a chance to dig through everything because there's just, you know how it goes, hundreds yes. thousands of products. But there are a few things that caught my eye. Uh, one, and I know you've you've already come across that big LG TV. Oh, I totally want, totally want. Just yeah. just take my money. <laughs> well, <laughs> there was another one that was announced uh, by TCL, kind of the budget brand, uh, 98-inch screen. Now, I, I've explained before, I have a 100-inch projector. The reason I don't have a 100-inch TV is because they've always been like the price of a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they this have, one, you know what, you're right, they're like 40, 50 grand. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, this one is a 4K smart TV for only eight grand. Or you can think okay. of it as a really okay. cheap car. I don't know. Only, okay, all right. <laughs> a used 98 Toyota. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm ready to upgrade, but convincing my wife is going to be a whole other thing. But that was the TV that caught my eye just because of the price. But then you have, you know, headphones, speakers, all that are always a, a big draw, and, you know, there's one called the AirVide. I think it's AirVide or AirVide E1. Looks like your typical noise-canceling wireless earbuds. These also purify the air around you. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Why? Negative ions. <laughs> fend off viruses like COVID, so they say. No price okay. or release date on those. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, a voice assistant. I'm not going to say the name to set it off. Uh, bathtub. So now you can just use your voice to start the tub. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of awesome. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. electronics and bathtubs go together real well. Everybody says <laughs> oh, yeah. You do it from far away. But you can, like, preset your temperature and the depth. That comes from Kohler. You know, they make all the, the faucets right. and, you know. <laughs> the starting price for that equipment is, like, 2700 bucks. Or oh. you can opt for their uh, stillness bath, which comes with, like, light and fog and aromas. That one's eight grand. I think I'd take the TV. Or you could just yeah, get like a really good spouse or partner and say, listen, if you ever want to get lucky again for the rest of your life, okay, yeah. <laughs> this is what you need to do at least once a month. Okay. Well, 
couple other things I saw. Uh, BMW brought a uh, car out. You've got lots of EVs, but this one, you can change the color of the outside by pushing a button. What? Yeah. That's, oh, I, you know saw what? I saw it. It is amazing. That's incredible. It is. Yeah. They're not saying That's how really it cool. works, but apparently it's like temperature sensitive, so it doesn't work really well in extreme hot or cold. Oh, so don't buy oh, it the, if yeah. you live in Arizona. We're out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, can you just see this? Like, you know, like, you know, all the, the young girls that carry like the dogs, you know, and the dog man oh. outfit matches her because now like the dog's outfit and her outfit are going to match the BMW. Just perfect. Yeah. <gasps> Look at that leopard print. The police, too. Thing. The police can be looking for like a black sedan, and then you're like, ha ha, it is now blue. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Last thing robots. It wouldn't be CES without the robots, right? Of course. One of them, you have this uh, Beomni 1.0 robot on wheels, humanoid shaped torso. It's got arms and hands with like opposable thumbs, so it can pick things up. Nice. Not going to take your job or anything, I'm sure. But... <laughs> yeah, it's got AI. It's got an AI brain that can learn to perform tasks independently, too. This is how it starts. And this, mm. remember, you never buy anything 1.0. Did they give a price, Ben? No, they didn't. It's already being used, I think, in uh, like some medical facilities tested there. Um, I haven't seen a price on that. The weirdest robot I saw was the, uh, the cat that can nibble at your fingers. <laughs> I'm 20 sorry, 20 different nibbling it. patterns, apparently. Sold. <laughs> And so why would we want that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe there's a certain... Uh, maybe like me as somebody who's allergic to cats, but is okay. always thinking, I wish there was a cat here nibbling my fingers. That will actually work. Yes. And so, Ben, you're going to have a full write-up of CES over on the website? Oh, we will. Yes. You got it. So hit commando.com for that. All right. So I'm going to talk about conspiracy theories because it's my turn for the news. There's a startup company called Disruptive Subdermals, and they have developed this really tiny microchip that's implanted just under the skin at the top of your hand. And then the chip is pre-programmed to hold all the details of your COVID vaccine history, a kind of electronic COVID passport. They also manufacture, of course, low-cost handheld scanners for business, public places, you know, events, stadiums, anywhere else that you'd have to show your vaccination card in order to get in. Now, the company is also working on a similar chip that measures your body to detect any type of fevers. So this story in and of itself is not a conspiracy theory. It's real. But when you start combining it, the Internet's going crazy about this with the biblical stories of the mark of the beast or any of that stuff. You have the mother of all conspiracy theories. So if you want to read more, uh, just Google the company. It's called Disruptive Subdermals. The CEO says the chip is coming and nothing is going to stop it. Now, speaking of stopping, one online entrepreneur had to close up her business. That's right. Even though she was making, she said, well over six figures a year. Okay, so we're going to switch gears for just a second. We're going to talk about making money. This was in the news. Maybe it's a New Year's resolution for yours. I mean, you can think like, all right, I'd like to be a virtual assistant. Okay, you can do that and make money online. You can take calls for major corporations at home. Or you can came, come up with something to sell, like this 31-year-old woman, Stephanie Maddow from Connecticut. She sells something unique to her 260,000-strong following. She makes it herself. It's, uh, it's pungent. Uh, it costs $1,000 for a small jar, just $1,000 for a jar. 
Um, she sells her um, her fluffer doodle, her barking spiders, <laughs> uh, her wind. She sells, yes, her farts. And at one point, demand was so high that she was producing up to 50 <laughs> jars worth a week. Oh, my gosh. She's making $50,000 a week or $2.6 million a year. Okay, obviously, none of us have ever thought about doing this, or else we would be doing that and not this, but here nor there. Uh, she may have squeezed out one too many because she had to go to the hospital. She says, I thought I was having a stroke and that these were my final moments. Was it her heart? No. She consumed three protein shakes and a couple of huge bowls of black bean soup in one day. For her business, of course. Before, And she was feeling like something just wasn't right. And the pressure in her stomach was moving all throughout her whole body. So the doctor said to her, sweetie, you got to change your diet. And you need to take some gas supplement medication. <laughs> <laughs> so she has effectively ended her business. So she'll have to make gas money some other way. Oh. <laughs> All right, coming up, stay right where you are. We have some tech tips and tricks that you're going to use time and time again. And we're going to talk about email and your streaming accounts and how to share audio from your iPhone to two sets of AirPods. So stay right where you are. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. And it's time now to share some insider secrets and tips that will make you sound smarter on Zoom calls and tech party tricks that will impress your family members and friends. And speaking of, if you ever have any tips for us, if you have any questions, you can always email us at podcasts at commando.com. Once again, that's podcasts at commando.com. And speaking of email, have any of you ever done this? You sent an email, and the moment you hit send, you went, Oh, oh no. Have you? Yep. For sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you ever have any bad repercussions from that? I'm kind of a crazy person. So usually my moments of that are like, there was a typo or I forgot the attachment. No, I've never had a like, you know, sent something in the heat of the moment, luckily. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure in college at some point I had to, I had to send in like a paper through email and I forgot to attach the actual paper <laughs> after. I, and it was like 1159 at night and it was due at midnight. You know what I mean? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I see sometimes though, see, cause you know, there's so many K's in this company, Kip, Kim, <laughs> that's you know, sometimes it's like I, I send it to the wrong person or like we have like three Ambers. But if you ever want to send an email and you want to get it back, there are ways to unsend it. A lot of people don't know this. That if you use Gmail, the feature is called undo send. And it is turned on, luckily, automatically. And you have an undo link in the bottom left corner of the screen. It's really small when you're sending the message. Now, the default is five seconds, which doesn't give anybody enough time to really get it back. So you can adjust this up to 30 seconds if you're using Gmail on the web. It's under general settings. And when you undo send an email, that email will be found in your draft folder. Now, if you're using Microsoft Outlook, it also lets you unsend an email, but in typical Microsoft fashion, nothing's easy. It's always complicated, right? Uh, so here's the deal. Windows pre-installed mail app doesn't have the feature, but if you use Outlook on the web, it does, but the desktop version of Outlook doesn't. Hmm, okay, who knew? So as a workaround, you have to create a rule to delay every single message that you send. So 
You can do that or you can just slow down when you're working your email and never send one out when you're drunk, when you're upset, when you're angry, because those are the worst. And, you know, all these people are talking about getting emails from the prince of Nigeria. I actually got one from an Egyptian pharaoh over the holidays. Yes, an Egyptian pharaoh. It turned out it was just a pyramid scheme. (laughs) Oh. All right, Ben. It's your turn now to, like, wow us with your intellect. Well, you reminded me about this on our call the other day, but it's about uh, a feature that kind of flew under the radar when it came out uh, with iOS 13 back way back in 2019, you know, pre-COVID days and all that. And it's the ability to share audio from, like, one iPhone or iPad to two sets of AirPods. You know, it's a, okay, on the surface, what's the big deal? A couple scenarios. One... Say you're watching something, listening to something, another person wants to watch or listen with you. I don't know, but I don't know about you, but do you want to put a single AirPod that somebody else has been wearing in your no. ear? That's spouse disgusting. or not. I mean, no. not nowadays for sure. I have to tell yeah. you that we were traveling, and you know, when you're traveling, you spend a lot of time with your loved ones. And Barry pulled out his AirPods, and Ian looked down <laughs> and went, Ew. <laughs> 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 you should go to commando.com and read our article, How to Clean Your Earbuds. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry, Ben. So, yes, so That's sharing true. AirPods is definitely a, not a thing that you want to do. Yeah. And so they, they put in this feature where, where you can actually share it between, you know, one phone to two sets of AirPods. It's also a good idea for parents. I mean, think about it. You've got young kids. They've gone to bed. You're watching something. You want to wake them up. Mm. So it, what's good about this is you can also do it from like an Apple TV 4K. And, you know, so and, if, you, and if, you, if the kids are in bed and they're screaming and you're watching a movie, you wouldn't know. Exactly. <laughs> Just turn on the noise cancellation. <laughs> Double bonus. <laughs> yes. So it, it's easy. So basically, you, on your, let's say you've got your iPhone, you connect your own AirPods, you start up whatever it is you're watching. Then the other person opens their AirPods case near your phone and there'll be a prompt that asks if you want to share the audio. You say yes. They push a button. That's it. It works on iPhone uh, models 8 and later. All models of AirPods and Beats, since that's owned by Apple too. And I, we've actually, my wife and I have actually used that feature quite a bit for, you know, like on the Apple TV, uh, on a podcast we listen to. So, And as far as Android goes, Samsung has a similar feature. It's called a dual audio, basically the same thing. Um, but it is limited to Samsung phones. Oh, Hmm, womp womp. All right, so those are great tips, Ben. You know, I never really thought about sharing the audio too. Like we were talking in our content meeting, Zoom call the other day, that I was like, you know what, that's actually kind of a cool thing. All right, so Allie, streaming budgets. Okay, as you start looking at it, uh, I think, and I've said this to you before and to Ben, that I think we subscribe to every possible streaming service (laughs) on the entire planet. I mean, I really think that we do. And uh, it's my goal after we move, because we are moving this week, uh, that I'm going to actually sit down and do it. So tell us the best way to review your streaming budgets. Yeah, I'm, you know, we've talked about this many times before that I have, for a long time, I was somebody that just had like one or two streaming services at a time. We don't watch a ton of TV and we don't get sucked into a bunch of shows at once. And so it was like, okay, let's just use or pay for the ones we're actually using right now, get rid of the rest. Well, over the past, I don't know, couple months, 
we've got sucked into a bunch of shows and, <laughs> you know, started watching new things. And so, yes, we've probably got, I don't know, maybe six or so right oh, now. Yeah. And luckily, a bunch of the shows just ended or we finished them. And so I'm ready to go through and get rid of a bunch of stuff. Okay, I'm not going to just rely on my memory like, okay, I know we have Hulu. I know we have Spotify or I know we have Netflix. Um, instead, I'm going to check a couple places. First, your bank, of course, because most of these are probably on auto pay. And so check your accounts. It's a little tricky for us because I have some on one credit card, some on a different card, um, which makes it a pain. Yes. Another trick you can do, just go into your inbox and search for words like receipt and payment. And that's a really good way to do it too, um, because they do send you reminders when you're going to pay for it. And then, you know, just looking at your TV or, you know, your streaming device or wherever you stream things from, look through, click on the account. Does Hulu open up? Okay, you're probably paying for it. So you need, you know that you need to go in and cancel that one. Um, a little trick too, maybe you are paying a lot of money and you don't want to, but you don't want to give them all up. Now, I don't have a full list of which ones will, but for the most part, when you go in and say, I'm going to cancel this, the streaming service will say hey, wait, what if we give you a discount for a little while? What if we give you a lower price? And so then you can get yourself a deal. Um, I know Netflix does not do it. They just say, all right, sayonara, see ya. Um, But lots of the other ones do, and it's worth checking. Another easy way to save money, if you're not a person that really minds commercials very much, there's usually a lower tier where you don't have to pay for the ad free. Um, So you can save a few bucks that way too if you like to just keep them kicking around but don't want to pay, you know, 10, 15 bucks a month. You know, those are all great tips, but, you know, some of them don't care. Like you mentioned Netflix. They don't care. It's up to you. They don't care. And so, no. you know, so Barry signed up for Fox Nation. And so I'm like, I don't need that. I mean, you know, how much more can we watch, right? So I went and deleted it. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, delete it. And then it says, well, enjoy your Fox Nation for another, till November 21st, 2023, because you've already paid. And there's just no credit. There's just, it's like. (laughs) Oh, that's rough. (laughs) Yeah, that's a rough one. That's a rough one. Um, These are all great tips. And if you love these short tips, I want to make sure that you know about our digital life hacks and our daily tech updates. These are our really fast podcasts, one minute each. And so wherever you get your podcast, make sure you search for Commando with the K, of course. You want to subscribe and follow those. And it's time now for America's favorite podcast game show sensation. It's called You Choose the Fake News because fake news, false information, stories. It's all made up to create a bit of buzz and good headlines are everywhere. But as you start scrolling through these endless stories in our feeds, You know, you need to keep an eye out and think about which ones are fact, which ones are fake. And to help us out this week, our very own masterful millennial Matt is going to be playing Stump Us. Not just the host, Stump Us. You're going to give us, what Matt, two real headlines and one fake. And it's up to us to decide which one is the fake headline. So Matt... Okay, so I did this week a little bit differently. So each one of these are specifically catered to each one of you. And you're going to have to decide which one of them is the fake one. So we will start with the first story, which is Ford dealers taking advantage of lightning demand and marking it up for $30,000. So the Ford F-150, as Kim has talked about, um, is a lot of people are very excited about it. And so as this is coming out... Uh, dealerships are only get, getting a limited supply of these vehicles in, and so they're marking them up huge amounts, and in some cases up to $30,000 for the Ford Lightning. 
Yeah. Oh, that's, you know, can, you want to hear a little fun back yeah. about the Ford? Is that I was reading uh, last week that with the Ford 150 Lightning, 75% of people who have signed up to buy one have never purchased a Ford product before in wow. their entire life. Wow. That's mm-hmm. amazing marketing. Okay, number two. number two. Man uses modified denim shirt to steal from local Best Buy. So obviously this <laughs> one's for Ben. <laughs> How do you know about my modified denim shirt? <laughs> so at a Florida Best Buy, of course it's Florida, at a Florida Best Buy, there is a man who designed a custom-made denim jacket that had holes specifically shaped to be able to steal electronics out of Best Buy. Incredible. And okay. the final story, Mars rover set to launch rocks back to Earth. So the Mars rover has been on there for, I think, almost a year, maybe a little less. And it is digging up large pieces of the rock out and collecting them. And then it will be sending these pieces of rock back to Earth for more scientific research. This That's is hard. Yeah. Yeah, the space one was for you, Allie, obviously. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> All right, so we have the Ford 150. Okay, we're going to, Matt, we're going to put our collective brains okay. together, even though you didn't <laughs> want us to do this. Okay, so we have the Ford 150, Ben's Best Buy denim shirt. <laughs> okay, and then. Then the Mars rover throwing the rocks back down at us. Um, what do you guys think? You know, I'm leaning. It just seems like it'd be hard to get away with maybe a little markup on the Fords. But that seems like, you know, you can't do that. I, I know that. What's the original price? I think that'd be, I think. Depends on which model. Uh, it really depends. It also depends on your options. But I think you're looking anywhere between like forty and 80000 It's not like a, a crazy expensive car in the first place. Yeah. Gotcha. I know they're like doubling production efforts. I hadn't heard anything about that. So that's the one I'm leaning toward because the the denim shirt story just seems wacky enough that it could be real. Yeah, I think that one's real. (laughs) I think that one's real too. uh, And now what about the Mars? How are they getting back? Are they just chucking them? They're just chucking them down. (laughs) (laughs) It's just using a big catapult. (laughs) Just just a big slingshot. (laughs) No, they are using <laughs> rockets that are built into the Mars rover to send them back. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say yeah, that one's too. real. Yeah. I'm feeling like that's real. So I, I think, so Matt, I think we are all in agreement that if Ford were to jack the price up, no pun intended, by 30% on the Ford 150, that that would be really bad PR for a company that I wouldn't say is struggling, but let's just face it, you know, the Mustang isn't as cool <laughs> as it used to be, right? So what do you think, Matt? Tell us the, the answer. The answer is that that is real. So it's dealerships that are marking up the Ford because they are in supply. People want them so badly that there are cases that they're marking them up $30,000. Wow. You stumped us all. What was the... The thing? Mars oh. rover is fake. They are collecting rocks, but they're not launching them back to Earth. They're leaving them in very specific places on Mars in little containers that will then be collected on a later mission. At least we were all sure the denim was real, though. (laughs) They have a picture of the dude on the the article, and it's hilarious. He's, like, walking out with this, like, oversized denim jacket, and no one stopped him. Is that a Yamaha receiver under your shirt? (laughs) Well done, Matt. I don't know. You know, I was probably distracted because I was still trying to figure out how to say that this woman was, you know, 
breaking wind <laughs> without using the fart word and that whole thing about like not me trying not to laugh about a fluffer doodle. Okay. Because I actually Googled like other words to make a stinky, you know, and I've never You've used never fluffer doodle, but it's, I thought you just made that like up. A dog breed. I thought, that was, I thought just, it was a cookie. <laughs> It's a yeah. Girl Scout cookie, the That's fluffer right. doodle. <laughs> and just like the Thin Mints. All right, stay right where you are, because coming right back, we're going to be talking about what's happening on the Internet here on Tech Refresh. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. And we're brought to you by the current newsletter. Sign up already. Join over 50,000 folks who love it. You get tech news and tips you can use, and you'll be up to date in five minutes or less. Sign up right now for exclusive links. You don't find these links anywhere else other than thecurrentnewsletter.com. All right, so this is part of the podcast where we all get to be in the know and where we're, like, talking to our family members and friends, and we're like, yeah, heard about Mr. Beast. We know exactly what that is because Matt is our dedicated Internet scout. And so tell us, what exactly is the web talking about? Well, we'll start on the sad note and get it over with. Uh, the internet went crazy last week with the passing of Betty White. Um, so not only did that blow up and become the most trending thing on every social media you can think of, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it was Betty White, Betty White, Betty White. Um, but there were memorials made by celebrities um, and even a painting uh, that was of Betty White that was created by a, a, a local artist, um, was sold for $50,000 and that money was donated to uh, Betty White's charity. So the internet has just kind of been sending up memorials and it's kind of, it's been the, pretty much the only thing for a few days that anybody could talk about after her. You know, she was pretty amazing. I saw a clip of an interview where she was talking about how she always wanted to be happy. She always wanted to be upbeat. But I thought this was really funny. This is, this is a quote of her. She says, I'm a health nut. My favorite food is hot dogs with French fries and my exercise I have a two-story house and a very bad memory, so I'm up and down those stairs all day long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's been a lot of the, a lot of quotes from that and a lot of pictures of her from the '50s, '60s, because she was in the industry Forever. for yeah. 80 years. Yeah, for for her entire life. So kind of people remembering all the things she's done. So we'll, we'll you know wanted to start with the sad thing so we don't have to end with that. Um, the second thing that kind of has been happening is. TikTok has kind of started to transition more and more into Spanish-speaking countries. So, as you may have known, TikTok kind of started in China as an Asian-speaking app originally. Um, and then it moved into more of the English-speaking countries, America, Europe. Um, and now it has gone into the Spanish-speaking countries, so much so that the top trending things on TikTok for the last few weeks have all been Spanish-speaking. And that is also because... The movie Encanto, the new Disney movie Encanto, has been taking over TikTok on the top of the trending list. So people singing those songs. And because it is a movie about a Spanish family or Hispanic family, um, a lot of them are done in the Spanish language version of that movie as well, which is kind of interesting. All right. Number three. So the Harry Potter reunion just dropped on New Year's Day on HBO Max. And this was looked forward to. Oh, it was fantastic. It was good. I mean, it. If you like Harry Potter and you haven't watched it, you should definitely watch it. But 
there were a few mistakes that the internet caught pretty immediately after its release. One of the biggest ones was there was a picture of Emma Watson when she was a child, and she's wearing the Mickey Mouse ears, and she's sitting at a little table, and it's really cute. Well, the internet quickly realized that's not Emma Watson, that's Emma Close. Roberts, and whoever was in charge of Google and Googling images did a really bad job. Uh, another mistake they made was the twins that play uh, the twin brothers in the movies. Uh, they were labeled wrong, and they were labeled by their opposite names, so it seems like someone at HBO is going to be in a lot of trouble. You know, twins like to do that. They like to pretend they're the other ones anyway, so there you go. Yeah, Exactly. But it was really, it was a great special um, if you haven't had a chance to watch it because it was really kind of cool how they went back into the scenes and how they portrayed it when they were still young. And then you you really saw them grow up, didn't you? I mean, yeah. in the whole series. And I'm not, uh-huh. you know, I have to admit, yeah. like I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. And so when I was sitting next to Barry while he was watching it and I was like, of course, what do I do is I always zone out and like clean out my photo library when I can't do anything else because it feels like something that I'm doing. Um, but I, I even was interested in like, oh, and I didn't really know a lot of the plots, but it was kind of cool to see the whole behind the scenes. Well, I always kind of really like felt close to Harry Potter because all three of the main characters are literally my age. Like Emma Watson is like a month older than me. So as they were growing up, I was growing up. And What's watching funny is when it takes place in so. the books, though, they're more my age. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you right? know, yeah. what does Harry <laughs> Potter get down a hill? Walking. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Get it? Just kidding, Rowling. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. That was really bad. Uh, that's right. Just J.K. Rowling. R, R, R. I know. It was really, really bad. Hey, this is uh, where I want to remind you that if you are ghosting me, now is not <laughs> the time. You can follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Pinterest, on LinkedIn. And guess what? It's all easy to do. Just go to Instagram.com slash Kim Commando, facebook.com slash Kim Commando. And would you like to guess what Twitter is? Anybody, anybody. Yes, you. Yes, you sitting there with the red sweater on. It is, yes. It is, of course, twitter.com slash Kim Commando. You want to stay right where you are because we're going to tell you what our 2022 resolutions are. I think you might be surprised. Maybe you might want to follow this one. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. Welcome back to Tech Refresh. Yes, it's a brand new year. And this is where we start thinking about things we want to do better. And better is always like that operative word. Maybe you want to have more patience. Maybe it's more intrinsic. Maybe you want to get healthier. You want to exercise more. Um, I started thinking about my resolutions. 
And I want to take more what I'm going to call me time in 2023. I mean, you know, I'm no longer a caregiver. So now I have time to do things that I want to do. And I actually have freedom to do it. Like, so, so I go outside at least an hour every single day now, at least an hour. Um, I'm hiking, I'm biking, I'm running, whatever it is. I actually went on an eight mile run on Sunday using the Peloton outdoor app. Okay. My legs were sore on Monday, but <laughs> I was able to do it. Um, you know, a lot of women get strange things for Christmas, you know, and, and maybe you might have gotten perfume from your husband or your spouse, your partner, or maybe you would have gotten, I don't know, a jacket, which I did. I got a jacket. Uh, I actually took it back and Barry wasn't pleased about that and swore he'd never buy me clothes ever again for the rest of our lives. Uh, but then he got me two things. One, he got me a radar detector. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then... Uh, in another box under the tree, I got a gun. That's right. Um, doesn't every husband <laughs> give their wife a gun for Christmas? So I was actually pretty excited about it. I got a 22 automatic handgun. It's a Beretta A21 Bobcat. has a seven-round long rifle magazine. It's uh, finished in neutral camouflage, in case you're wondering. And I'm oh. going to use it to go get my concealed carry license because that's a goal that I've always wanted to do. So now I'm going to go do that. Uh, and I'm also moving this week, so I've been a little busy cramming 17 years of my life into boxes that are going into storage because the home that I'm building isn't done yet. Yes, four and a half years, uh, and I still can't move in. Um, but there is an upside. I actually have been looking uh, at apartments to rent in London for a month. I thought that might be kind of cool to do. Cool. Uh, so instead of, like, hanging out in this townhouse and being ticked off, the house isn't done yet. Uh, I'm thinking about doing that, all depending upon COVID. And also, uh, uh, yo habla un paquita español. Okay, I speak just a bueno. little Spanish, and my goal is to be fluent by the end of this year. So I'm going to be taking classes, and I'm not sure how I'm going to do it yet. Again, I've been moving. I'm going to focus on this. Um, but, you know, you have to start thinking about things in technology, too. So, like, what resolution do Mexican movie theaters show movies in 4k <laughs> get it <laughs> <laughs> sorry okay all right aye, aye. go ben now what are your resolutions well i don't know how i'm gonna follow that <laughs> okay. i'm not going to london <laughs> kim's moving to london she's learning spanish <laughs> I, gotta get my to I got a gun language. for christmas got a gun. <laughs> you know what that is it's like you know when i opened the box my first thought was i mean think about this you get a gun for Christmas. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like, there's not like a lot of warm and fuzzy. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. the fire oh, is so going, pretty. we're drinking hot chocolate. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden I hear Ian go, you got her a gun? <laughs> like, well, it's got a bow on it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That is true. All right. So tell us what you got. The main one was kind of like what you talked about is getting outside more because, you know, we've, we've all been out inside a lot. And I work out indoors. I've got that, you know, that QB under desk elliptical. I've got other workout gear. But, man, it, you know, this is the time of year in Phoenix, which we were out the other the other morning uh, hiking a mountain near our neighborhood. And it's like I've discovered like 52 degrees is the perfect hiking weather. You You only slightly break a sweat no matter how much you're hiking. And then the breeze cools you back off. 
And that's nice. Yeah, you know, it's beautiful. In the morning. Yeah. And I felt just like recharged the rest of the day. And I was like, wow, I don't get that anymore just from the the regular workouts at home. So more of that, whether it be a hiking, um, going out on an e-bike, whatever. So that's uh that's the big one. And besides, I can still use the Apple Watch to close all my rings and all that. My <laughs> tech goal, well, one of them is still a work in progress, and that's a whole improve the Wi-Fi at the house and you know, get everything run to Ethernet, which mostly done, but the results aren't great, so I'm still troubleshooting that. But the other one kind of what you talked about the passwords, when I transitioned from like saving everything in a browser to an actual password manager, I realized I had like 300 saved logins mm-hmm. and you know, it's got to be going back years. So I know that there are probably some that aren't saved that I've completely forgotten about from like the AOL Yahoo days. So my mission you know, that's is to point. find those old logins that I've forgotten about, maybe for companies that don't even exist anymore. I mean, think about all them. the mail that you've been missing at your AOL account. I know. Like a Spencer. Napster. That's awesome. Well, good job, Ben. All right. How about you, Al? Okay, I've got a couple. Um, this is, I think, the year of me getting my like cybersecurity life together. So not long ago, probably a month ago or so, I signed up for a password manager. I finally just bit the bullet, paid for a year of it. That's that's my trick when I'm trying to do something new and it's a paid service. I just pay for the whole year, so I have to use it. Hopefully I won't be like Barry and have my fox, you know, that I they, <laughs> they'll never give me my, my refund back. But this one I'm actually using. So I went through, I did all my personal passwords. I started doing all the passwords for, you know, shared stuff like our APS bill, our internet bill, all that kind of stuff, just kind of bill pay things. Um, and it's actually in a really good place. I've got all my passwords in. Um, it re- works really nicely on my phone and w- with the browser because you can just plug it right in. Ooh. You never have to remember a password and they're all secure. So Wow, proud of that, you, Allie. Yes. I know. I'm proud of myself because it's a pain in the butt. But once you just sit down and do it and say, all right, I'm not going to get up from this computer until I have done this, then it's done. So, um, and then on the other part of, of what I'm doing is kind of with my personal life, getting things more organized. So there are lots of things we want to do around the house or, you know, financially or whatever it might be. And I don't really have that organized in any kind of way. I'm a person who will write it down in a notebook, but maybe then I stop using that notebook. And so instead of having things kind of all over the place, I've decided, okay, I need to get all this stuff for my life in one place. So I started using um, software called Notion. And it's really similar to like Evernote or, you know, another one of those kind of to-do productivity software companies. Um, I just like Notion. I think it works well. I like the app. Um, Again, I paid for the year and I got a what they call like a team plan, which, you know, for the most part, that's going to be people using it for businesses. But now my husband and I both have an account so we can oh, share boards. Nice. We can share. Yeah. So we can share all this stuff. We can both be working in it, have kind of personal stuff that we're working on things for, you know, that we share for our life. And yeah, I'm feeling a lot more like this is the year of me getting it together, getting more organized. That is a great goal. You know, I wish that were my goal, but after spending (laughs) the last two weeks opening every drawer and going through things. Yeah. You organized in a different way for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Although there have been, there have been like a few surprises. Like, you know, you open something up, um, like for example, last night I actually texted a picture of it to Ian 
because I found in a box, you know, in a closet, you know, tucked in uh, some of the, his things from when he was like probably in second or third grade. And the first Aww. thing that I pulled out was, you know, remember that paper that you'd use, like your handwriting paper? And the, yeah. it's yes. a practice, you know, all oh, your cursive handwriting. So I found it was four sheets stapled together. And at the top, Ian signed his name. And at the top, I initialed it. And it 20 times he had to write, I will not be disrespectful to my mother. I will not be disrespectful to my mother. <laughs> you should frame that. You know That's what? incredible. I was, I was thinking about it. And so I texted him a picture. I didn't say anything. And I, and I answered the phone. And he goes, he goes, okay, I learned my lesson. <laughs> like, okay. All right. <laughs> All right, Matt, what about your resolution? So I think for my tech resolution, one of the things that I noticed is uh, I'm going to try to stay away from social media, not like entirely, um, but more of the like sitting on Facebook and comparing your life to other people while they're traveling through Europe and they're 24, you know, so it's like, <laughs> and, and then you're like, well, I'm not traveling through Europe. Why staying am I not at, doing I'm not that? 24. So, yeah, staying yeah. at five. You ever noticed? They're never like at a youth hostel. They're always like no. these, these resorts in the Hilton. Yes. Yeah, you know, like you know, sipping little drinks with umbrellas, with this fabulous sunset behind them, and in this glamorous room. I don't get it. And the caption is like "Work hard, play hard." <laughs> You're just like shut up, okay? Yeah, okay, sure. Um, and then I think for my personal one, one of the things I've been starting to do is I'm, I'm big into st- statistics. And so I've been trying to satisfy my life. And so what I've started to do is I, I created an Excel spreadsheet and I kind of at the end of the day, write down everything I kind of did that day. Like, I, oh, I always I ate my, my grapefruit that day and I took my vitamins that day and I did this. And that way I can track how often I'm doing the good things and I can put that into an Excel spreadsheet, create pivot tables, color coordinate, create tabs. Um, and so I can kind of uh, satisfy my life and show the statistics of what I'm doing so that I can motivate my, myself to do different things and see if anything causes trends. Have, That's wonderful. Have you seen any mm-hmm. trends so far? I know like we're really just into the new year, but any anything kind of stand out? Uh, I've noticed that in 2022, I can't sleep past eight, no matter what I do. I, I'm <laughs> on New Year's. I stayed up until one o'clock and I was up at seven. Mm. So apparently I just can't do that anymore. That's just the way apparently it works. Well, you know, those so. extra hours, I mean, you know, there's always something <laughs> for us to do here at commando.com. I mean, <laughs> I mean, or you could go on a hike. Yes. Like I live two. right by Papago, so I definitely can. Yeah, you should do that. Well, those are all yeah. great resolutions. And as you're listening, you know, make us one of your resolutions. Sign up for our breaking news and our tip newsletters. Catch the Weekend Kim Commando Show over at GetKim.com or your favorite radio app or radio station. And just a quick reminder, we're always here to help you with your resolutions. And you can email us your questions and what we can do to help you over at podcasts at commando.com. Podcasts at commando.com. And I always like to end with a little joke. So here's one. Uh, my friend Jack woke up on January 1st, and he glanced over at his wife, Edna, and was surprised to see that she looked weirdly pixelated. And he said, oh, my God, what happened to your face? What happened last night on New Year's Eve? And seeing his expression, Edna reached over to give him a hug, and she just said, oh, don't worry, honey. This is just my New Year's resolution. Oh, all right. Hey, thanks for listening. And just a quick reminder to rate, review, subscribe, and follow our podcast. We'll see you again next week. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.